0: Hey everybody, you're doing good out there, I'm going to start the show here, just a little bit. Boy, do I have a story for you, what happened Why I wasn't on the show yesterday, it's a good one. And before we get into it, I've told you about it, you know about it, ExpressVPN, you guys have been very happy with it, I'm excited, all the feedback that I've gotten about it. And we're pumped, because uh, you already know that it, it protects your privacy and security, you know that. And now you're starting to realize that you can use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are available in other countries. It's amazing. It's really, uh, we're, we're jammed into our houses like sardines. We don't know what to do with ourselves. We're watching stuff, we're digesting stuff. And there's so much stuff that you've watched on Netflix already. You want to do new things. You want to go to ExpressVPN and go watch Doctor Who. Watch it on UK Netflix. a lot of people, big, massive. Doctor Who fans, I can't watch the whole thing. Well, now you can. You fire up ExpressVPN on the on the app. You change the location to the UK. You refresh Netflix. Boom, you got it. ExpressVPN it hides your IP address and it lets you control where you want sites to think that you're located. And you can choose from over a hundred different countries. Think about all the Netflix libraries that you can go through. You gotta tell, I mean, still Winston anime. Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix, and there you got it. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service, whether it's Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, whatever it is, you got it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason that we use ExpressVPN to watch shows, it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD with no problem. ExpressVPN. vpn it's compatible with all your devices whether it's your phone or media console smart tv and more so you can get what you want on a personal device or the big screen doesn't matter where you are do it if you visit our special link right now and this link is in the description of the video as well but at expressvpn.com slash sen you get an extra three months of express vpn for free and right there do it for three months check it out figure it out do it do it do it support the show. Watch what you want. Protect yourself with ExpressVPN at expressvpn.com slash S-E-N. Let's start the show, you humps.
1: Rowring. Get and Turf
0: and, uh, and, and Tom's Pain, Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to SEN Live. It's the Schmodown Entertainment Network. I'm Christian Harloff, and it is Thursday, May the 14th. I remember that. Of course not, kind of. looked at my computer. Welcome back to the show, one on one in, one in all, one and all, all of you guys. It's good to have you back. One in, one out, foot in, foot out. Joining me as always is the bread of the Sheridans. Hey. Hey, how's it going there, buddy?
2: It's May fourteenth be
0: with you. May fourteenth be with you, that's right. It's good to have everyone back on the show. I know yesterday was, um, we had a really good show also, but it was the the, the old Stream Yardies with Roca. Thank you to John Roca and Ben Goddard and uh, Kate Mulligan, Brett Sheridan for holding the fort down and Nerd Chronic coming in and helping us out. Oh, cool. Doing the old show. And it was uh, very helpful. And I appreciate it because I, I, big story of. What all went down And I'll tell you in just a little bit But Breaking news yeah, it's breaking news Yeah there's so much so A lot of ridiculousness That happened in my house yesterday That I have to uh, I'll tell everybody about But I'm going to try things new I'm going to try some things new For new listeners out there People who are Coming in And finding the show For the first time And clicking in on it Or maybe new viewers Who are in We're going to start with All the movie news And all the things that um, You know That that out there In the world of uh, pop culture That we're going to be talking about We're going to start the show With that so basically, letting you know that if you clicked on the show to say, "Hey, I want to hear you guys talk about this particular thing," I don't know anything about you. I just want to hear that you talk about this. Well, you going to, and then we hope you stick around for the rest of the show afterwards because there's there's some stuff going down in the world of movie news, um, and we're uh, we're excited to talk about it. And we'll get right into it. This um this report that I saw, and I was looking at Dark Horizons dot and I remember when I was at Warner Brothers and there was this Wolfgang Peterson project that they were working on and it was Batman v Superman and it was, like, it was a dark, supposed to be, I didn't know how dark a movie was supposed to be, but it was supposed to be, uh, there was, I think Army Hammer was Batman and they, it was before the real big boom. You know? yeah. I think it was like 2005, 2006. It was right around like the time right after he had done Troy. So there's this report that came out and there's a producer, or excuse me, writer, not producer, writer, uh, Andrew Kevin Walker, who wrote the initial draft for the feature, and then I guess Kevin uh, Goldsman took over. But the project, it was promising to be the first live-action feature to have the two heroes coming to blows. Of course, talking about Batman and Superman. Not them blowing each other. No, they were not blowing each other. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't know. Maybe that's why it was really dark. <laughs> oh, I have no yeah, idea. Or maybe, or How dark or are not. they going to go with? $20. Oh. Right, who's this? I'm in
1: a walking boot and home for the day. But I'm so excited to watch Zen live. Hope you guys are doing well.
0: Thank you, Quinn. Well, I feel better, my man. I hope you, you're feeling better also. Um, that was the other thing for, I'll let you guys know the streamlabs.com slash the schmodown You put in your super chats, you can put in your, your questions, and of course the schmobot, which you can interrupt the show, and like my man just did, and you let us know if there's anything in particular you want to talk about, but this particular story. Um, Hotel Nerd oh, donated,
1: donated $20. I'm so proud to announce that Nerd Chronic will be joining John from Movie Lovers Unite and myself on the Hotel Nerd Podcast. Huge moment for us here at HNN. Brett, check your DMs. We have a special day that we can do to work around our schedule. All righty.
0: All right. So Hotel Nerd, thank you as always. So until – you know what I'm going to do? For the, for the news stories, for the movie news, I am going to turn the schmobot off. I'm going to turn the schmobot off for now, and then we'll, we'll open it back up after we finish the news stories. So the um the – The writer says this. I wrote on this. This is Kevin Walker, who worked on the initial draft. I wrote on this version of Batman v. Superman around 2001 or 2002 when Colin Farrell was cast as Batman. Oh, interesting. I thought it was Army Hammer. And Jude Law was cast as Superman. And Wolfgang Peterson was directing. This is 2001, 2002. Wow. We were in prep, and it was the darkest thing that you've ever seen. It started with Alfred's funeral, which is devastating all in itself is that's not a quote that's me and Bruce has fallen in love and renown, and renounced being Batman now the Joker then kills his wife and then you discover that it was all a lie just the love itself was constructed by the Joker to break Bruce it was a time when you would be able to get these sorts of stories together in script form but they couldn't quite land in the world somehow the expectations of the object whether they be audience or corporate or directorial it wasn't landing quite in the way I think we imagined when we put them on the page Goldman went on to, uh, you know, he did Fringe and I, I Robot, I am Legend. He did all those things. But Goldsman, uh, Keith Goldman, of course, infamously penned the Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, the latter famously considered the worst superhero films ever made. More recently, Goldsman has been a key executive both on Titans and the two Star Trek shows. And asked to reflect on his earlier Batman work, he says, you know, it's complicated because I think it's a funny way this show that Jeff Johns and I created, Titans, is kind of my apology tour for Batman and Robin because it was it was heady and extraordinary. I'm a deep, 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 deep old comic book fan, and so the opportunity to get to, to get to them and play in them was amazing. And as you said, it was a different time. Things that did last, you really wish had lasted. So this is a, uh, you know, I, I I don't I think it's hard to say whether or not because this is this they said that you know inside of this that. That it could have been darker than the Zack Snyder thing. That's hard to say until you see it. And I never had a problem with what Zack Snyder did on the on the darkness side of it. I think Batman's always meant to be dark in the first place. And I think what you know, even the Nolan films are dark, and you got you got deep with it too. And it was funny because I was kind of reflecting on some of the stuff where it just the the vision of what I don't know really think We we certainly didn't get a lot to get to see all of the Snyder theatrical cut when it came out cuz I, I like Batman v. Superman a lot as the actual Snyder cut itself not that we, we don't know about the Snyder cut of Justice League cuz we still don't we still haven't seen it but I assume that it is significantly better than what we got in the theater cuz it was just a it, it was a mess between what he wanted to do what the studio wanted to do everything else in between but I liked what they I liked what he did when he does his longer version movies of his they're just long movies they're just when it it, that's the thing. Directors have visions. Directors have visions, and when they're cut down at all, it's not the vision they want, and it diminishes the product. Now, it's also one of the things at the studio where they're like, "Well, we want a two-hour movie." He's like, "Well, I'm not making a two-hour movie. I'm making a two-hour and fifty movie, two-hour fifty-minute movie." And you're like, "Well, that's too long." He's like, "Well, that's the movie. We'll cut it down." All right, I cut it down. Uh, we're not getting. It's not getting the. It's <laughs> people. People don't like it as much. It's, you cut my movie. So, I mean that's the whole point. Is, yeah, but we didn't want a long movie. He's like, Well then you shouldn't have hired me. Yeah. That's where you that's where you get into these conversations and stuff too. But as far as would this have been darker, I mean it certainly starts with um it starts with a dark take, you know, with the fact that Batman's gonna be emotionally tortured, so sure. I mean that that is something very different. I would've been interested to see it, but I think where they were playing at that time, and we were talking about this Brett last week. Um this isn't like the 2001, 2002. This is this is right around like X-Men 2 is about was about to come in uh, 2003 oh, wow. is when that movie comes out. 2000, 2000, is when the first X-Men. So that's really and then you have Spider-Man which is definitely lighter and that comes out in 2002, I believe. So yeah, that I don't think that the superhero audience was ready yet for that type of take. Maybe they would have been. If it was a good movie then maybe it's significantly different but maybe they, at least they, I understand why they didn't think people were ready could have been a great movie I have no idea but it, it's uh, it's interesting that that's exactly what uh what happened what do you guys think about it um I, think. I am gonna put the schmobot on for that because I want to get your thoughts Are the schmobot is on for any thoughts on that story so again being uh, a little, we're gonna try to be a little more structured in the side here like the schmobot is available for you guys to interrupt right now should you have thoughts on the tone of Batman v. Superman? That would have been um, the Akiva, excuse me, the uh, Wolfgang Peterson one. Because I would have been interested. Did you like Troy?
2: Oh, I love Troy. Did you? Yeah.
0: See, a lot of people have mixed feelings on it, and there's lots that I love about it. And then I think after uh, Hector dies, the movie kind of goes down hmm. downhill because you're not really supposed to like Achilles, and he becomes he becomes the guy you have to root for, be- yeah, for process of elimination. And you know he's and. I, I, freaking uh, Orlando Bloom is is it's not that he's bad at the movie, his acting's fine, but he, Ty
1: the, Ka- donated twenty dollars. Oh, nice. Batman that? is meant to be dark.
0: Agreed. Yes. It it is meant to be dark for sure. And I think maybe because um Superman was not meant to be dark, that was that's always been the, the, the pushback, right? But then when you put Superman who who adapts whose tone when you have them in movies? I actually really like this system, by the way, of 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 asking for the if you're gonna do a Schmobot. For the topic, because that would you know don't interrupt it with something that's not relevant to the topic
2: oh, good good thing you said that,
0: yeah uh, <laughs> but I'll, well no I'll turn it off, I'll turn it off and then and then when and then when we open it up to everybody yeah then uh then you can do it. so like for each topic that you guys want to talk about, oh okay, so Army Hammer was supposed to be in George Miller's, okay, right because they they did another one. that's right, that's absolutely right,
2: Colin Farrell.
0: Colin Farrell. Jude Law. Yeah. Jude Law is Superman. I don't see. Yeah, that's. It's a strange. It's a strange. Um, and they actually talked about, I think, at one point, you know, Nicolas Cage because John Schnepp did it. That I whole, remember that. The yeah. Whole the whole movie. Yeah. How it all went down, what was supposed to happen. It's crazy. I remember when all this. I mean, I. I Superman is my favorite superhero of all time. So when. There was a lot of rumors. Henry Cavill was mentioned for Superman a long time ago before he actually became Superman. He was he was in the running. Christian Bale was also up for Superman That's way right. before Batman happened. And I remember thinking, like, oh man, like Bale Bale would have been a great Superman. Bale would have been a great Superman. But he, obviously, he he leans in and, and he's able to channel the, the, the darker side and, and hit Bruce Wayne. And and there we go. Um, all right, so we're gonna move on. Unless there's other anything else you guys want to talk about inside of this um, particular story here. But um let's get to the next one. And we have uh Oh yeah, so let, this I wonder speaking with Collider. Ken man, he said it on my show. <laughs> it's fine. So this is it's, Josh Trank actually talked about this on uh on my show but they gave it to they gave it to Collider. I'll I'll, I'll I'll concede. That's fine. So Dark Horizons has, following their collaboration on Capone, which came out on VOD this week, filmmaker Josh Trank and actor Tom Hardy are looking to work together, again, this time on a limited series. Speaking with Christian Harloff recently, doesn't say that, it's collider, (laughs) Christian recently, uh, Chronicle and Fantastic Four director spoke about his comeback with Capone, which has Hardy offering a wild performance as the mobster near the end of his life. Reviews have been mixed. Um... I really dug it. I'm going to review that today. I'm working on this limited series that Tom Hardy is producing, and he's involved in it, and he's very excited about it, and I'm excited about it. It's a story that spans decades from right at the end of World War II and concerning the formation of the CIA, uh, but from a point of view that, uh, that hasn't really been seen in a movie or in television before, and it's just mentioned in books. Uh, he, he talked about this a little bit on my show. He, he wouldn't go too deep Hotel into it.
1: donated $20. As much as I'm not a Snyder fan in general, I think BDS would hit better on cut and if the mythos in this film universe would have been spread out more. DC uh, rushed it.
0: I agree. I, I, I couldn't agree more, actually. I think that that was, there is was, uh, it, it plays better. It's, it's an over, it's, you can tell that the story that he wanted to tell. It it's it wasn't there in the cut version. He did the best that he could with basically being, given these notes. But I think once he, the, the, the Batman v. Superman extended cut is significantly better. Have you watched it? No, I haven't seen the extended one. It's significantly one. better. It makes so much more sense because there's not these missing pieces that he was you know, basically instructed to. I think cut. right
2: after I saw it, I, we would rented it, and you said, oh, no, no, you got to. You don't watch the extended cut. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because I had saw it, and I remember seeing it. it I was like, it, just doesn't, it feels like it's missing stuff. Yeah. It doesn't feel it's like there's there's stories here that. like I still don't like the, the reveal with the mothers. I think that was yeah, I don't know the the Martha stuff. Too, it could have been done without, but I do. Um, I do think overall that it, the the extended cut is significantly better. So,
2: did you? Why did you say ice cream?
0: Right. I like ice cream. I like ice cream, cream too. I didn't know we were ice cream fans. <laughs> you like pizza. You like pizza. What you? Hey. It's like with twins. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Do you like cheese? You like cheese. All right. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> um. All right. Moving on. So there's a, some other stuff here. I mean, that Tom Hardy. If, by the way, speaking of that, um, that interview with Josh Trank. It's on the channel. It is in the list. I put a list of the. Uh, there's a playlist that links back to a lot of the one-on-one interviews that I did, and a lot of it links back to the the old Collider videos, also. So uh, there's there's some really good ones up there. So I'm about twenty minutes in. Of, of I was, Trank?
2: I was listening to that on the way over. It's pretty good, right? Um,
0: yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, it was all right. No, I mean, Collider no. did it better, but Dang, yeah, know. I thought so. <laughs> no, that guy, the guy, Christian. He, I was better. I was much better when I did it on. Collider, he really he gets into some stuff. He but does. Yeah, it's... no, he goes deep. He goes deep on that. Uh, I was, I was uh, pleasantly
1: surprised. Douglas Johnson donated twenty dollars. Speaking of Snyder, what is your guilty movie pleasure? Mine is Sucker Punch.
0: I mean, I always say Flash Gordon. I know that people that that grew up when we did don't see it as a guilty movie pleasure, but it's. Yeah, you know I, I'm I'm pumped that it's coming out as a re, re you know the, the restructured restru- the what's the word I'm looking for Snyder cut no it's not Snyder cut <laughs> uh, the they just they just a reboot well they're, they're they're fixing it up making oh it look better. they're
2: doing like a little shine yeah they're
0: doing they're shining, they're it shining, up. Up. <laughs> shining it up shining it up shining it
2: up what is that called
0: <laughs> yeah I can't whatever it is
2: mine is bring it on.
0: I've, yeah, I've remastered. Seen, thank you. They're remastered. It, thank you. Um, Bring it on! Those a good movie. I've you know, seen that. You know song, who directed uh, that? Right? Who's that? Um, uh, Josh Trank. No, not. F- <laughs> what's his? Paul Feig. Didn't he? I thought he did.
2: I don't know. I just, I, just, is that true? I own it. I've watched it a million. I I had a real.
0: Oh, no, Peyton Reed. <clears throat> Peyton Reed
2: I had a big thing for uh, like yeah, Peyton Reed did teen it. fluff movies for the hmm. longest time. I've gotten that wrong. She's yeah. all that. Yeah. You know. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I like. I bring it on. I saw. I remember that because you know why? I saw. Um, because I love the Dushku. of Oh yeah. So Eliza Dushku was. I never forget when I of my first jobs here. Um, she was she was wild man. Like we were. I was working at uh, at the Luna Park. Remember that place? Oh yeah. Of course, where we met. <laughs> remember. Stupid. Remember that place we met? <laughs> So um, anyway, I remember when I because I I worked so many different jobs at that place. By the time like because if you if you worked there four months, it had been like it, it, the turnover was so fast. If you were there four months, it was like you were there for like five years. Yeah, I was there for like almost a year. So it was it it, it was like I was I was you know
2: Practicing manager at the
0: more or less. But I remember working one of the one of the things is I worked at the door up top. They just kind of ch- helping out. Like the hostesses and stuff would be up there, but I would come by and I would help because I would I would, had had the I wore a suit to work every oh, yeah. day. It was like Ben Bateman and, and Guy, and I would and I would work the big rooms. I work the small rooms, and I would go upstairs. And I remember that there was this crazy chaos. She couldn't have been she couldn't have been twenty one at the time, but somehow she got in. She was she looked tipsy. A little but I remember tipsy. she came out and she did something. She was a woo, and she and it was like she came right out of uh, Bring It On. Yeah, and she slashed everybody she went, Woo! and i was like i didn't i didn't i i, I it was too fast for me to see yeah. but i was like she just went, wow and i was like she's wild i remember her being there and that was the first time i i I'd, I'd seen her in something else but i remember that one and, and then she just has that personality she didn't give a fuck she did not care and so um but i remember seeing it bring it on and going yep that's that's exactly who it was um yeah anyway don't yeah, at it's me. a good movie. It's a good movie. I don't think you're gonna get some shit for <laughs> no, that one. I mean, There's like, there's like 50. There's like 50. Uh, I like Daddy's on, so. Hope. I don't give a shit. Yeah, dude. that one's, that one sucks. <laughs> Dushko and the new guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, of course. He said, someone said now she's a mom, but that's like that's uh. Mm. Now she's a mom. Yeah. What, what bo- bitch? Yeah, no, right? It's like, again, dude, I know. <laughs> How dare you? you? Right? She was wild. That's all right. Yeah. That's good on her. I'm not hey. I, by no means. I'm saying she's our wives I, were I, wild at one point. No shit. I dude. I I. By no means am I shaming at all. I'm saying no. I'm saying she was she gave no fucks at all. She probably said yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, it was it was. I just remember her being the one like there was. She was partying. Man. She was her character and bring it on. She, that that's kind of the point of it. So um, all right, getting back over these stories that are out there and uh, uh, let's see. So we have um, do you see the Japan? I think that was yesterday. Japan is opening up
2: some theaters.
0: Saw that. So that's happening. I you know that. Uh, th- then this this kind of goes into. This kind of goes into that, I guess, because more things are opening and, and starting, right? So The Matrix 4, which would, had been starting before the shutdown, targets an early July restart. Warner Brothers and Village Road shows fourth, The Matrix film. Again, this report comes from Dark Horizons, um, even though they didn't credit me for that. I'll still read them out. Uh, <laughs> the Matrix film is, is looking to return to production in Berlin in early July. Production began back... February in San Francisco on the Wachowski-directed film, which brings back Keanu Reeves and carrie Ann Moss, which is interesting. Production then moved to the German capital but was quickly stopped out of safety due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The restart talk coincides with confirmed reports that the cast has signed eight-week extensions to their existing deals, which will allow the studio to keep the actors on hold until July 6th. This suggests filming aims to resume again around that date. Feature film production is slated to uh, resume in a handful of countries, shortly with New Zealand and Poland locked, and both Australia and Germany likely to resume uh, soon. The U.K. government is said to be relaxing restrictions, but Warners isn't moving forward with The Batman or Fantastic Beasts 3 there just yet. To Mark Ellis' uh, <laughs> happy cheers. He doesn't know we everyone. He loved that He one. hated it. I didn't mind it. Fantastic Beast had it. the day he came in. Tommy. He was miserable about it. I... I I remember both him and Perry Nemiroff looked like they were just, uh, like someone held them down, ate <laughs> a lot of Taco Bell, and just said, smell it, right? And that, like that's, that's, what, that's what their faces were like. Yeah. I was like, that's all right. I feel like I was just eating like a couple of hot dogs that were like, okay, but they were still hot dogs. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, he, he said he hasn't walked out of it. He, he wanted to walk out He wanted out of to it. walk
0: out of that one, but he didn't. Um, and moving on over, Dave Wachowski, David Mitchell, Alexander Herm, uh, Heyman, star in the film. No, that, that's a that they don't star in the film. David Mitchell and Alexander Heman star in the film. Who's cast? Canna Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Jada Pinkett Smith is back. Okay, Priyanka Chopra, Jessica Herwick. They're not so. I guess uh, no Morpheus, huh? Mm. A Baron, Neil Patrick Harris, Toby and Wimmer, Brian J. Smith, Andrew Conway. All right. So there's um, that's that's interesting. Not surprising that this is one of the. Movies that's going to be going back into production. A lot of people talking about it, uh, about going into production in general. Uh, you know, got my opinion. I still think we're we're. I, I I'm listening to the Fouch, and yeah. the Fouch now has been getting some pushback, but I'm still listening to the Fouch, and I think. Um,
2: well, I know L.A. County. I don't know what it, I mean. No, I know other places are open, but I know L.A. County is it. Do you think people? like if 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 they're in a place like New York or something like that and let's say a theater opens like 2 3 miles do you think people are that desperate to go see a film that they're going to make that drive it's, or something I don't yeah.
0: th- I think it has nothing to do with with being desperate to see movies as much as it is not like liking, liking being told what to do being told to stay home yeah. being confined to their houses feeling trapped that's what it is more than anything else if you can get over that and you can say, I'm just going to ride this thing out until I feel 100% safe, whenever the hell that might be. Yeah. And there's other people. Look, I'm, I'm just looking around like yesterday when, when I get into my story, there were two sides of what happened with, with, these, with, this, with certain people that I think was the definition of how some people are looking at this thing and how other people are looking yeah. at it. Uh, But before we get into that, and again, I want to finish up this news. And you guys, again, if you want to use the Schmobot, please do it. Put your comments into to streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown. I will be getting to those questions, and we'll definitely round the show out at the end of the, uh, probably around like 11 o'clock, start answering all your questions. So fire them in now if you have questions or things you want to talk about. And Schmobots, you can fire in the Schmobots now, whatever you want to talk about now. Um, Go ahead and do that. USA Network has canceled two of its major scripted series based on film franchises, The Purge and Treadstone. As a shift in strategy, interesting. Mm. I was interested in Treadstone, hailing from Universal Content Productions. Both were costly series that were flops and failed to pull in audience numbers. Oh, they, 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 oh, I guess never mind. I guess they already did have seasons. <laughs> never mind. Whoops. So whoopsie. I never even watched it. this shows you how much I wanted to watch it. Purge God, i was and, so interested, I was that, so interested in that. Three seasons. Everybody had a season. <laughs> Purge ends with just two, with two seasons. Treadstone with one. Well, it probably wasn't very good then. Yeah. This follows on from USA cancelling Dear Me after a single season. This leaves Queen of the South, Briar Patch, and The Sinner. And while Queen has been renewed, the other two are waiting to hear that fate. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, USA. Hotel
1: Nerd Rival donated $20. Happy birthday, George Lucas. Do oh, yeah. you think Tenet and or Mulan will be delayed again?
0: I do. I do think they'll both be delayed. Yeah. When did they move... Um, happy birthday to George Lucas, of course. When did they uh, move... Uh, tenant to, I mean, excuse me, Mulan. Was that November? If they move that to November, then there's a shot. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think tenant's going to get moved. There's, I, there's no chance it's going to hit July. I mean, at least it's just too big of a risk. And I don't think people are going to be confident enough to go back. I mean, that's be- the
2: thing. It's, it's your comfortability. Of, I mean, you could, you could open everything right now and it's like people you know, peeking their head yeah. out of, you know, after a, a an atomic bomb goes off or something, some you know, it's like, people,
0: some people will go. There's no doubt about yeah. it, but these movies rely on the masses going these movies rely on, on the big budget movies but they, they rely on those big opening weekends. Yeah. And if it's like, and you're taking that much of a hit. It's like, is it worth the risk? Is it worth the risk financially? Obviously is it the, is it the, the bigger question is, is it worth the risk um, for safety, but is it worth the risk financially? to push this in july hope you're hoping that everybody's over it you have to you can't say you, you can't say well some 50 percent of people aren't going to go see it and 50 percent will so let's take that risk you can't do that if you're that movie that movie's too big you have to say we are confident enough Hotel that we can get 80 percent of people twenty dollars
1: mulan is july oh. treadstone was a good show mark bernardine was a writer oh. for the show
0: then maybe it was really good because mark bernardine's a great writer um yeah, maybe they just, like you said, new strategy because they're looking. They're, USA, it was famed for its blue sky shows like Burn Notice, White Collar, and Suits. It's moving away from scripted shows in favor of WWE program and unscripted shows. They're cheaper. Yeah. Cheaper. Yep. I understand. And if, you know, if the ratings are, are hitting that particular way, then why not go into it? Um, Anything else that we should talk about inside of the big news? photo avatar cast members go swimming all right well, <laughs> that's i mean i guess that's just to show that people don't oh well maybe they're being tested is that or, is that what kate is that? winslet is kate winslet in in the it looks like her doesn't it's not her but it looks like her doesn't it like i her?
2: can't see from here i realized i have to get actual glasses i think at this point i
0: can't do the kind of looks like kate winslet maybe it's not her oh it is her look at that look at that i was right A new behind-the-scenes photo from James Cameron's Avatar sequels has been released. The shot offering first looked at returning lead actor Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, along with new cast members Kate Winslet and Cliff Curtis. Is this the first time that that Cameron and and Winslet have worked together since Titanic? I wonder. In the photo, all four are taking a break from shooting an underwater performance capturing in a 900,000-gallon tank, but specifically for the sequels. The balls that you see? are there to stop light spillage into the water, which can interfere with the motion capture elements. Interesting. Eddie, Fal- Eddie Falco. Eddie. Eddie Falco, <laughs> Michelle Yeoh, Vin Diesel, Jermaine Clement, and Una Chaplin joined the cast. I, didn't, I did not know that. All, uh, alongside other returnees, Joel David Moore, D-Lap Rao, Stephen Lang, Matt Gerald. How is Stephen Lang coming back? Matt Gerald and Sigourney Weaver. Who's that? The first of the four Avatar <laughs> sequels arrives December 17, 2021.
2: Swimming in a pool in Orbeez. Swimming in, in a Orbeez. pool together.
0: You, you better hope you, you took your temperatures before you did that. Mm. Um, and then, okay, here's another story about New Mutants. Probably the 827,000th story we've had. I want to see this movie so just bad just shape.
2: because it's been pushed and everybody's.
0: They, they said it's coming out in August. Oh, yeah, I did see that. This time it's coming out August 28th this year. That's Boom. not the only date. You can
2: put your money. I put my money 100% on that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they pushed back. Ron's gone wrong. I'll let you know that. I know oh. you're very excited about that one.
2: God, what?
0: Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, man. What so that's uh
2: Okay, now I'm pissed.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, you yeah, me too. <laughs> but that's it. That's everything in the uh, in the world of, of the movie news. There
2: you go, guys.
0: Ladies and gents that we're working on. Unless there's other stuff you want to talk about again. Go to uh streamlabs.com slash We're gonna get to your questions. But I gotta tell you guys this story because this is this is how it all went down yesterday. So I woke up. Well, not even woke up. We rewind around three days ago. My wife and I are sitting in the living room and there's like this weird smell. I'm like, what is that? I don't know what that is. And then we couldn't figure out exactly what it was. And we said, hey, maybe it's something, maybe they're cooking something next door that's just not. Yeah. Like, Ugh, I don't know. So then we're like, okay, we don't know what that is. So then the next day, it gets a little stronger. I'm like, what is that? And I was like, I look, is that, is that. Because we, went on, we went around the side and i said, i said i could smell it out there a little bit and like is it the neighbor's so I look i peek out the window and i see on my neighbor's uh you can the windows are open so i see, see like broccoli and everywhere yeah. and i'm like oh it's broccoli they're making some weird broccoli It just stinks but all right you know that's what it is and then a couple hours pass it's still there and i'm like that's that can't be that meal still no. i'm like what is that so I'm like, is that like, is it like a dead animal or something? So I don't know. So I walk, I'm, I'm walking out. I, because the reason why we saw this, this cat from next door goes into, the, into our backyard. Douglas
1: Johnson donated $20 in two weeks into a three-month course of antibiotics. My bunghole is feeling it oh. today. Okay. I wish I didn't know shit, but unfortunately I do know shit. Well, you definitely know it now. Take
2: some, uh, uh, like, Atlanta. some, you know, yeah. Well, no, you've got to oh. do uh, probiotics with oh. that are like, uh, yeah, bifidus regular. You got to get some good bacteria back in there. So take it with like, uh, what do you call grain that? That salt. drinkable
0: oh. uh, kefir. Kefir's oh, yeah. a good one. Kefir's take good some one. kefir. It's delicious, too. So, and a grain of That's <laughs> right. Well, so this cat, this what cat. you
2: see you keep flipping over to over there? Well, I'm going to show something else. <laughs> All right.
0: There's this cat that um that killed i don't know what it was it, i mean this my my wife goes there's something dead in the this this was a couple of weeks ago something dead in the backyard so we look and the cat had brought this thing i don't know what it was i don't know if it was a baby possum i don't know if it was a, a mouse it cats are fucking brutal oh yeah they are like vicious vicious animals this cat has come by a not to us. This cat's been is sweet to, to humans. It can by, it goes through the yard and everything too. And you've seen it. You've seen I've the I've seen two. The black cat though. Yeah. Right? That, so both of them up in the tree just. But they they don't do anything. Like they, my daughter's been on like the swing and they're like and yeah. they don't bother her at all. She's, they're not like bad cats to humans, but they fuck shit up, right? And so they did that. And I was like, okay, maybe this maybe this cat kills something again. And I'm looking out. Nothing. I'm like there's nothing. I don't see anything. So like okay, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was something that they were cooking next door. So we wake up, we go to sleep, and we turn the news on, and the news says, "L.A. residents complaining about a weird smell," and I'm like, oh, "There we go." Yeah, I'm like, "There it is." So and it said, "And it smells like cabbage and this," and I'm like, "This is exactly what it is." Yeah, it's like this. It's like it's it, Beverly Hills and and uh, and all these different places of uh, Orange County have been have been reporting these smells. Like, that's it. So okay, we'll see, and that's because of the tide and everything too. Wake up in the morning, it's still there. Like I don't know what the hell is going on. So then I go back, I go back around, and I take a flashlight and I go to the back of the house and I go in the bottom and I'm and I'm using a flashlight to see it. Do I see anything? Do I see like a dead animal or anything back there? And I don't. But what I do see is that the bottom of the thing has been ripped off, like, and it looked like whether and, uh, the cat, I yeah. think. So I was like, it had to have brought something down there, right? And I put my nose and I don't really smell anything. So I'm like, then I look over and I see gas pipes. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I'm like, maybe this is some leaking gas. So we call the gas company. Gas company comes over. The guy comes by. He looks at it. And then he goes inside. And so this this is going back to what I was saying <laughs> before. This guy shows up. This guy wanted nowhere. He hit him. And, and kudos to the gas company. The guy shows up with gloves, mask, Outbreak style. Yeah. He's, like, he's just like and he's asking questions. You can see it in his eyes. First of all, I'm like, because my wife is dealing with my wife has all this etiquette about anybody we haven't let anyone in the house yeah. since. and so he gets to the door and, and I'm like, call my wife. And I look at him out the window. I go, one second, he just looks at me, like this <laughs> wife because he's like, I gotta ask, anyone been uh infect, anybody inf- infected with coronavirus or COVID nineteen? Has this she's like, this is the safest house that you could possibly. We haven't <laughs> left the house in months. And so this shows you the one. This is the one side of it of the guy who's like super uber protected. Yeah. So he goes out in the back, and and he looks down and he's like, okay. He he looks at the gas pipes and he comes back in, and he's and he and I show him around and then he goes to the stove, and he's like, there's a leaky pipe in the back that's been seeping out. Yeah. A little bit of stuff, and I go right, and let's replace it. So he goes in and replaces it. We're good, right? Nope. Oh shit. He's. He, fi- he fixes it. It's done. The fucking smell is still there. Like, what the, f- what's going on? So I said, we got it. We got to call the exterminator and see. Is it a dead animal? We got to find, we got to have somebody go underneath yeah. the house and find out. So then enter worker number two. Now this guy is the exact opposite. Maybe 26 years old. Got gloves on. No mask, right? Just walks right through. He's, you know, impervious to, 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 <laughs> to, to anything. So he walks, he walks by. And there's this gate that I, the little great walk as we walked to the back that, that we didn't check. And I go, yeah, man, I just, we keep smelling this thing. And he looks at it goes, yeah, it's dead squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this big, super, like, light that shines. There it is, dead squirrel. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, ah, I'll go get it. So he goes, goes in. And of course, how ironic is it yeah. that it's a fucking squirrel? Yeah, you do. And I wonder if it was one of those bastard squirrels from the old place that was on his last leg that said, you know what? I'm gonna- I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to crawl under old man Harloff's <laughs> place and die. And he died. And he, and he, and he, he was underneath, it was a dead squirrel, his bastard. And the guy goes underneath and he takes it. He puts it in the bag. The bag goes flying out. Again, it hits the ground. And then we put a, a new thing over so no more squirrels can die in there. But I still think a cat got I think the cat took the squirrel. Oh, and, could and have. Yeah, yeah.
2: My cat used to bring us lots of – it would leave us little uh, bunny um, feet. You know, yeah. uh, on our on our porch, like that, and that I we read about it was like a gift they were giving yeah. to you of like, oh, here I killed this, I killed this, this thing you. right? I mean,
0: look, may, and maybe that's what the cat was doing. Maybe the yeah. cat's like you. Like, I heard what you were saying on your podcast. Hotel
1: nerd rival donated twenty dollars. USA doesn't know shit. Screw them.
0: Right, and you're talking, of course, about the network. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, um, the. Uh, but, yeah, man, like it was, uh, I I think that the cat was like, I'd listen to your podcast. I'd listen to what you guys are talking about that you're now, you're not rivaling, you're not having a feud with the squirrels anymore. I'm just to let you know they're scumbags. Yeah. They're scumbags. They're not, they're not, they're, they're playing a trick. They're on Vermits. Your- yeah, so I I, so I cracked its neck, and I put it underneath <laughs> your house just to let you know, for you. <laughs> so don't yell at me when I come over yeah. here, and don't scoop me out of your order because I don't like, and, and I'm thinking to myself, if it was the cat. Why is it doing it in my yard? Yeah. It's it it is the next door neighbor's cat. It's not a stray cat. It's a, it's it's their cat. Why is it burying in my place? But then again, it could have just been an old fucking squirrel that yeah. wanted to die. What's
2: the know. uh do you think there was actually a leak, too?
0: There was a leak on the that's see that's the that's the thing. Yeah. There there was a, there was something coming out of this Because the, they the,
2: have mod they have things that, that'll read it, that.
0: And it was going bananas. Yeah. So the squirrel dying was a good thing because it it wasn't the smell we were smelling but it clearly was yeah. it, it, it it there was something wrong with the it stove figured
2: that yeah that, there was
0: there was something wrong with stove. that could have been bad that could yeah. have been bad and so the squirrel dying actually got me to call the gas company so maybe the squirrel wasn't a scumbag after all yeah. i don't know or the cat is a fucking saint cuz yeah. this cat's like look idiot you ha- i can smell the gas i got to make this <laughs> i have a cat nose and you have you're not figuring this out i, I got to kill a fucking squirrel fine i'll kill the squirrel yo dumb motherfucker i'll tell you what You need cats to tell you you got a gas leak? Man, why don't you bring up the crow now? No, you can't. You needed a damn cat kill a squirrel in order to figure out you had a fucking gas leak. You dumber as shit. You dumb dick.
2: (laughs) Did you know that that is an additive that they put in? That the natural gas has no smell and they put that stench in there Uh, so that you can detect. Uh, There you go. A little little something for everyone out there. Um, The more you know... Uh,
0: knowing is half the battle. Yeah. You know. Well, we, we found, we figured it out. And so that was, that was my. Old man, Squirrel Harlov oh. donated right.
1: $20. You don't know shit, but the cat knows shit. Seems yeah. like
0: it did. It seems so. Seems the cat shit knew it. cat shit. The cat shit. So that's my, uh, that, that's, that's why I wasn't able to do the show yesterday. And that's my gas story. And that's my guest story. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to start today. I'm going to start with super chat. Ooh. Um, and we have one. <laughs> Good. One super chat though. Uh, we have spumkus i heard places are smelling better less pollution i heard places are smelling are better less pollution
2: yeah i i think our places i hear places are smelling better because oh because of less, less pollution. pollution i understand oh, yes, yes, yes yes yes
0: absolutely there was something there was something else on the news that there hasn't been a there hasn't been a death on new york on the, in the manhattan streets in like 56 days. It's just like a, it's just like, like a, a record. It's a super record. Yeah. You bourbon. I, I don't know if
2: they opened up, but my brother's in new Orleans and he said bourbon basically was just rats at one point.
0: But I mean like yeah. they, they didn't smell like piss all the time. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. No, it's, it is. Piss it's and like
2: dried up beer. It's
0: like that scene in the Endgame where, um, you know, he, he said, uh, on the way over in the Hudson, he said, he, he, he saw like whales. Yeah. And it's like, cause it was like, there's no humans fucking it up. Um, Bobcat Goldsweat birthday. There we go. Today is not Bobcat Goldsweat oh. birthday. It's bullshit. Justin Square, happy almost Friday. I'm watching uh, JT and Finstock giving dating advice on Ask Gucci, and it's the most amazing cringeworthy car wreck ever. Anyway, what has been your highlights of the year so far? FYI, Professor Crow has has had me laughing in tears. Thank you, Justin. I'm glad. So uh, the um. At what is my the highlights of the year? I mean if we're talking about Schmodown stuff, I mean Atlanta was pretty special if we're talking about just in in general um i don't know I mean I think that the skybound thing was pretty was pretty great the fact that we were able to set all this stuff up um the there's there's a lot of different things um that I think that's been going down so far. We were in such a role, which is funny. And I will say this, that we were on a really big role before COVID hit. Right. And in order to adjust, it's funny because the last like week is the, I think the most hype and most buzz that we've had on, um, Schmodown and, um, since like the draft, right? Oh yeah. And then I wanted to, so this is coming. I told you guys, this is, this is next week. This is big. Starting on May 20th, we've got the star Wars tournament, Live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the schmodown. Molly Damon versus Adam Witt. Scrimshaw versus Dimolanta. Laura Kelly versus Sean Sullivan. Ken Knapsack will be playing the winner of the playing game. That playing game will be between... Oh, no. Did I get rid of Son of a bobble. Oh, I fucking... I know what I did. Stupid ass. Did I delete it? Leash. delete it. Hold on. Make sure I didn't delete it. Um, so... Yeah, I seen had you teasing it. No, I have it. I it was a it was a it was really I just put everything in there. I want to show you guys the first matchup and it's going to be where we're, we're uh, darn it. I had this thing all set up. This, I'm still trying to figure out all the actual um kinks and whistles of this uh, bells and whistles of this uh system and I'm also going to be doing by the way um a few I'm I'm working with RB3 to get the uh, the zoom working because if i get zoom working then we can do we can do more of these stream the stream yards with the actual schmobot also uh, okay so here it is this is this is the first matchup the first matchup of the uh, tournament is josh the jester Quevedo versus andres ace cabrera that is the play in match that will be the play in match who do you guys got out of those two Right now, just put it in the regular chat room here. Who do you got? Kinks and whistles does sound like <laughs> a sex too. Um, put in a... Uh, so right there we have these two. Josh the Jester quivedo versus Andres Ace Cabrera. So you guys, so far Ace, Ace is the... I mean, it, I know Ace. I love Ace. I gotta yeah. go Ace. So that's... A, and then Ro- Roxy was... Roxy traded for Quevedo. He was on the Burning Drugs and she made a trade. She traded JTE, and a, uh, and she also got, so she got Josh Quevedo and a third-round pick next year in the draft. So, um, and then Ken knapp will play the winner of those. And that it starts May 20th. By the way, I figured out how the draft's going to work next year. I'm pretty excited about Full it. Full-body suits. Nope, but <laughs> I figured out how it's going to work, and I listened, and, I, and this is why I, I listened to the... Um, I listened to the audience because I, I heard what they were saying. I heard what, the, what a lot of the competitors were saying. I heard what the managers were saying. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped about it, and I think um, that was a tease. No, I think I, can, I think I can bring up. This is again, nothing's final, but I'm pretty sold on this. Nothing's final yet, but this is the way I think I'm going to run the draft next year. I think what I'm going to allow, it, like, there's a keeper league thing, right? So basically, what the way that's going to work is that managers can keep four players on their factions. However, they have to sign those players in free agency during the offseason. Ah. So let's say Bobby Gucci wants to keep Rocha, Merle, Riley, and Bateman. Roca and Dan have to agree to it. You yeah. can't draft them. If, they, if Roxy wants to court them in the offseason, she can now, the other thing is you can – court. You, now, maybe, maybe Sam Levine tells Dan Merle, come play with me. It would be a lot of fun. And Dan wants to go, but John doesn't. Well, then the Founding Fathers will probably break up. Eish. And then the way that the draft itself will work is that round, uh, round one will essentially be when you, when you draft your fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth player, and then there will be two open spots that you can either sign people the, new t- the next day, uh, the way that we did through the internet, yeah. Or you can do free agent, leave the spots open for more free agents when we have Not a lot. so, and it makes it tough on. And a lot of, someone said that makes it tough on Finstock with the Barbarian. It does. And what if uh, what if Sabrina turns out to be really good? It puts a lot of people in different positions here because it also puts a lot of like. Let's say, let's say that um, Shannon knows that she she has spoken with Mark Andrico and she knows that Andrico w- would want to play with her, right? But it means that she'd have to then choose who's who is her players that she wants and she knows. So it's like it, it makes it and because the free agency thing was such a big thing for us right now and the way that these managers worked it, imagine them working it with other like, hey come on, you've been with like let's say so let's say Roxy said to Mike, you've been with Shannon obviously and how much of a stir would it be if you signed with me? <laughs> how big would that be? Like the the moves that we'll be making. Um so I think to me that's gonna be more exciting because like again as the star, because there's going to be stars. Imagine, like, there's some star in the IG. Let's, say, let's take Saul, for example. Saul becomes a major IG player, and he's better than Parker. Let's say he becomes that big of a, of a star, right? Now Kate's in a place. Does she keep Tom, Paul, Rachel, Silvestrini, and Ben? Or does she drop one of them and take – or not drop. Yeah. Or should she hope she gets him in the draft instead? Now Robert Meyer Burnett puts himself in a good position now because he has two first-round picks. Next year, so he can sign. He can go out and say, "Look, I made some big moves. Stick with me, Alonzo and and Whitney. And I want to go get some two big names. I just talked to Roca. Roca really wants to play with me. Yeah. So I'm getting Roca. I'm going to break up the Founding Fathers. And now I got to go find him a partner. And then he drafts two more. And he tells people because now he's got bargaining. He's look, I have two first round picks. Yeah. Because so it's it's going to be, it's going to be pretty pretty nuts. Um. So I'm pretty. I'm actually pretty excited for the strategy of it now. And I think it makes more sense overall for um because and i think that it it i was listening to what the fans were saying because i didn't want to because i also don't want to break up teams like because the team division is so stacked that to draft everybody this allows the the this allows the competitors to want to stay together and say look sign me do this sign my partner so that's it that's that's how it's going to um that's how it's going to work it's gonna it's exactly right so someone this shakes it up but it also allows factions to keep their favorites you're letting people keep four and champions will not be protected so you have to sign your champions you know you have to you have to make sure like so again let's say let's say Alex Damon who's been champion forever with Roxy even before he he was a champion before he was with Roxy he decides next season that he wants to be managed by somebody else he's not protected um, same thing with uh, Founding Fathers they're still the champions and Dan and Roka want to listen to offers from other places they can and they just it just has to be done before the draft so that's uh, that's how it's going to work and it also allows new teams to enter as a team it's true mm-hmm. so it's going to be um,
2: and, and proves that you yeah. listen
0: that's to right the so people. this is another so here's a perfect example so William Harold says so Drew and Ben could sign on the same faction that's exactly right so Let's say that who's the boss has not won a championship by the end of the year, and someone says, or, or Sam says, Sam says, I just signed. Uh, Sam says, I have, I have Andrew Guy, and Andrew wants to resign with me. Bateman, I'm going to reunite Action. Come sign with me. Yeah. And then, and then Sam starts his faction with the team Action back together. Very possible to do. So it's, uh, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty awesome. That's that's how that's how the draft will work next season uh i'm pretty i'm i'm like 90 percent sure what the chat what the chat room is saying also they seem to be on board with it i it like i had to i had to work it out in my head and i have to be honest i was as i was reading through comments on um there was there was a few suggestions along the lines and i had come up with this and then someone had actually then echoed a lot of what i was thinking and i said well shit maybe this will work so there was a anyway um that's how it's going to work so I hope you guys like it. I think that's the best way to do it. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. That is, no, see? That is absolutely wrong. Taken uh, of the source, 100% wrong. R&B second round, uh, second first round pick is worthless. You couldn't be more wrong. That is, that is exactly, no, that is so wrong. Because now what it does is if you have, so imagine this. Robert Meyer Burnett has, there's four, there's four players that, like, so Sam, Sam, Sam has built out, let's say, six solid players on his team and he can only, or he signed somebody else.
1: He Tim has, Sim donated $20 makes me wonder how wild Barry's fans feel after just hearing about these new changes to off season signing <laughs> in the draft next year. Probably upset. A little bit.
0: Maybe. Yeah. But, um, but so Robert Meyer Burnett, now let's, let's say that well, someone else said before the barbarian and Riley are the last two spots and Dagnino decides to go with the barbarian and not Riley. Right. Riley now is a first-round draft pick. so you, And then the same thing if, if then someone else does not and, and then Burnett says, okay, now I have someone else. Now I can get Riley a partner and a strong partner. There's new rookies coming in. So those two first-round picks are massive. You could not be more mistaken, my friend. Massive, those two. Now he's, because of that exact reason. Now he can, now he, and now he has those two first-round picks. He can say to someone like uh, Dan Merle, everything too, I got a first-round pick you're worried about so-and-so not getting drafted. I will make sure that I draft that person and that's your partner. He is bargaining tools. So yeah, man, uh, can we get some more wrestling style violence this season? How through the computer? Seth Parker. (laughs) (laughs) Cyber (laughs) warfare. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that's kind of, that's kind of how it's all going to go down. Um, and you know, a lot of the managers haven't really, I, I talked to a few of them and I was going to call more people, but that's, that's it. That's, that's kind of, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. Um, can managers use one of their signings on a free agent? Um, you mean you mean people that are out there on? You mean like new people that are coming into the league because everybody's going to be free agents? Is that? I'm not sure what you mean, Ben. So Ben says, can managers use one of their agents their signings on a free agent? the The whole thing is that everyone's a free agent, basically. So you're signing yeah. – once the season ends, everyone is a free agent, so you're signing four free agents. Do you mean can you go and can you sign uh, a rookie? You can't sign a rookie. Rookies have to be drafted. But you can sign like, – like someone, let's say, um, who didn't – like uh, if, if free agents are on the actual list of someone – like let's say Scott Mance had not got drafted. Yes, you could sign a Scott Mance for sure, but rookies will be drafted. It's going to be more sports-oriented. Uh, um, okay. Yeah, that's that's a great question, by the way. So let's say Ben Goddard. Oh, so Ben Goddard says like if Dan Merrill doesn't want to be with Finstock, could it not oh you didn't hear me in the beginning? Yeah, that's the whole point of it, Ben. Yeah. So you if so for everybody once again just to be clear because that's how it was set up in the start. Everyone is a free agent. So if Dan does not want to be with Finstock, yes, someone else can court him. Dan does not have to make his decision. The champions are not protected. Nobody's protected. So. Same with you. If you win Rookie of the Year, and you feel that you did that on your own, and you didn't want to be with Kate anymore, someone can court you away. You do not have to sign with How Kate again. How dare you? Yeah, I'm just saying. You do, so. You can listen. Basically, it's allowing the players to listen to offers. And if Winston comes to you and says, "Listen, man, you did great, but you didn't get that title. She never took got you to the title. I'm going to take you to the title." Same thing with Kaiser. Yeah. You can play with whoever you want. You just have to make the deal. So yes. That's it.
2: They'll be coming at you with trench coats full yeah, that's of toilet what, paper. It's going to be stuff. So, like, well, there's <laughs> going to be more
0: to offer next year too, with especially when um, you know, with, with more deals that are going through and with live events. So that's kind of how it's all going to go down. So please go go talk about that on the Facebook group and, and let everybody know how it's uh, how it's all going to go down. Um, yeah, and I listen to I listen to backstage Silver uh, I love you very much you're you're a little off base with this stuff with uh with roca and what he was saying about how they're molding um sabrina into a, a player they, they they were i thought they were talking and then i think even winston said it too they were talking about her very respectfully um all right let's go to let's go to some of com slash the schmodown now we're going to refresh it a lot of questions if you have questions about the draft now and how that's going to work please go ahead and ask and Keep those Schmobots going on. They keep us. Uh, they keep us in business. Because uh, especially with the uh, super chat yesterday, uh, not we not, didn't have any Schmobots yesterday because of the the stream yard. So come on in, do some stream labs. Let's uh, let's get ready. Oh, speaking of let's get ready. Speaking of let's get ready. Shug Knight, if you guys are not listening to this show. Listen to this, just these, this opening of the show. It's better than any opening that we do on our shows. Listen to this.
3: <laughs> Welcome to the Let's Get Ready podcast with your hosts
0: Suge Knight 323, Justin Hamilton, and Ferris Muthana. Now, let's get ready to Schmodown. It's great opening, it. isn't it? It's great. I, I have to tell you, this show is becoming one of my favorite Schmodown shows. Um, I think that, you know, we, we've given a lot of love to other shows as well, too, that have been have been Great um and are still great. But I think that you guys should I'm going to put I'm going to put their link in the description here. Go and uh, follow these cats because they are they they really they really break they, they broke down the entire tournament. I have to listen to the rest of the thing, but they broke down the whole entire tournament um both tournaments and they are passionate fans man they know they oh, know the, yeah. and not, and not all of the fans i mean the, the call to action is great and uh and you got um uh beyond the Sm- Smowdown with andrew jimilanta there's so many and there's another one that came out too there's uh shit. old man
1: squirrel harlov donated oh, twenty dollars hey christian they discussed this yesterday but what is your favorite trailer
0: my favorite tra- i mean it's hard not to say phantom menace was a great trailer did you guys mention phantom menace yesterday I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Phantom Menace is a great trailer. Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. we brought up. Yeah, so let's, so a guy. So I, we
2: didn't realize that actually people, like Roke was talking about, like, he saves trailers or rewatch. I didn't realize, and Kate asked a serious question, and she was like, "Well, what is that? And I, I made a joke, like, what is that fetish? Ha, ha, ha. But anyway, but like, we weren't, we, it confused us that people would go back and watch trailers. Right. Over and over yeah, and over good, again. Yeah, was
0: some good trailers for sure. I mean, it's also there's an art into it too. I learned a lot about yeah. it.
2: I didn't know that separate companies made trailers. I thought I oh thought yeah. they were made by the the studios. No, no,
0: no. They they have they have my buddy. Do you remember? Do you remember Craig Platt?
2: Probably. No, Craig.
0: Yeah, he he. That's that's his whole that's his whole deal, man. That's his, that's. I didn't
2: a, remember that guy you showed me. Yeah, picture. yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Okay, so I want to get to. Let's get to some of these questions. Now, again, if you have questions about the draft, anything in general, and the Gavin sh- Men oh, donated forty dollars.
1: Oh, thank you. Aloha all. Hello. Going back to work tomorrow, so can't watch live in the chat for the first time these last two months has been great. So wanted to say thank you to the Send Live crew and community for making me feel welcome. Thank you. Mahalo, thank you. everyone.
0: Right back so, at well, you. Yeah, to you too. Thank you for that. Uh, by the way, we we announced this is the Flirt and Flouses has retired. Oh yeah. Um.
2: Not retired, just kind of is in 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 you know. He's
0: for, he's gone. He's out. He's out for a little bit. Yeah, But, yeah. but there's a new. There's a, what did I say your name was?
1: <laughs> I don't
0: remember. remember. Hey, Butchy something hey, or Butch. Butch Lewis. Butch Lewis. Butchy Lou. <laughs> Butchy Lou. Take hey, hey, Watch this, guys. You want to see something awesome? Look at this guy. Hey, Butch. Oh, look at that. You, see you. You your head looks much better than mine does. With that. With that. You, you pull that it's, off. It's
2: still a little shiny in yeah, the, you can these pull, lights. Yeah, but
0: you can pull that off.
2: Yeah, I'm digging it. You got, a
0: good, you got a good head for it. You probably just stay with You can stay like that.
2: Yeah, I told Lana, I go, I think this is how I'm going out. And she's like, no. Does she like it? <laughs> she likes Kimson it, but I don't.
1: donated $20. Glad the Schmodown is ramping up these recent weeks. I'm thinking that this, along with Critical Role, will be much needed to lift spirits up once the craziness ends, hopefully next year, with whatever damage it inflicts on the world.
0: Yeah. Well, look. the The good news is, Tim, that we're we're coming in full force. And I have to give a shout out to the the overall team um, that has been. I mean, behind the scenes, Uh, Kim and Michael and Brian and Courtney Ian. Obviously, Nerd Chronic and, um, you know, uh, both Ryan and Jack on, on Patreon and and marketing and, and uh, Leslie over. Uh, we have uh, Leslie and Garima who are working on, on, on merch and Attack Peter who made that design for us. I mean, we we are we're blessed right now where we have a really good crew and they are pushing, pushing very, very hard um, for the Star Wars tournament and making this star wars tournament work and for the ig the scheduling that has been happening um and you know on monday by the way if you didn't know both brad gilmore and jen sturger will be hosting a preview special to um why do i have you on there ah. uh and a preview special on, too damn good looking you are preview special on monday about the star wars tournament so get on over there it's going to be really 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 good um i'm i'm pumped for this tournament man people are excited they're pumped the the There'll be people who will be cutting promos. The managers will be cutting promos. The managers will be watching in the um, the, the way the streamyards works. Is you can put them like in the waiting room. Yeah. So they will be watching. So they have challenges. They'll be able to challenge through the the actually private chat and everything too. So that will be that will be good. So um,
2: that's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wonder. I was wondering how you were going to work all that kind of stuff out. Yeah. And- the
0: only the only thing that I'm hesitant on right now is doing title matches because the the speed round it has been a little tougher to do. And sorry, everyone. I know it was either like there's what we have to do. And I, I don't want to hear it. I don't care.
1: Peanut butter anus donated oh. $20. I'm going to start a petition for WB to hire oh, sure. Brad as Lex Luthor with that shinny dome. It's amazing.
0: It's really good. Um, so just to let you guys know. The, we, when we did the exhibitions and the exhibition by the, the Middle Earth Lord of the Rings match is maybe one of the greatest matches you will ever see. It's exclusively done. It's exclusive for the patrons right now at the $10 level up. All patrons have access to um, all the past ones right now. Um, so anyway, we, during exhibitions, round two was working where you would say a number, you'd have your thing, and then Mark would reshuffle them, and you just kind of Mark would say, well, no, this time it's this one. And it just wasn't as good. So we're bringing back the the digital wheel and we're bringing it back for, um, because it's a digital tournament. So virtual wheel, virtual tournament. It, to me, it's, it looks better. You got to deal with it. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, well, you got to, you got to adjust to these you gotta things. You got to adjust. It's yeah. like, it's, or it's, or it's getting a wheel and putting it behind and me spinning it like yeah, a jag off. Uh, I'm not doing that. So it's going to be, it's going to be that, uh, the digital wheel is going to come do back. Do people
2: think that the digital wheel is rigged in some way, or that it's? It's
0: just they think it's faulty because of what happened in Houston with and the coming up with. It's uh, just you hit like new releases or or hit no, you like spin choice twice in twice a row. In, yeah, I remember. And that. It's different when someone actually spins it as opposed to it being a digital computer, but it it is it is what it is. Um, and so we have to we have to do it. Uh, it's got to be it. It just it looks better. And the other thing is, I don't even. There's no spinners and opponent's choice on either Star Wars or um, Intergeekdom. Yeah. So I mean, I think I think Star Wars might have it, or Intergeekdom might have it. I don't remember. One of them might have it, but uh, we might if if we have enough categories, we might just take it out to just not to even worry about it. So, um, yeah, it's just uh, it's it's no no one no one uh, no one's gonna hear the complaints about the digital wheel because we had to adjust. So. Uh, okay, let's start on over streamlabs.com slash the schmodown once again, everyone. We start we started with Bobcat Goldswaite, uh, not, not his birthday. It made me sad. Yeah. Um, and then Justin Square. Also, please, please watch Doctor Who with your daughter. There is some definitive silliness in the show, but, oh, sorry. There is definite <laughs> silliness in the show, but some great stories as well. It's a show that made me and my younger sister bond. There's a little bit of everything and just an overall fun show. I might have to now that we have um, VPN. Dash and Quinn, I'm in a walking boot. Oh, we did that one. This was the Schmobot. Yeah. Thank you. Hotel Nerd with the Schmobot. Bruce <laughs> Leroy, hey, just wanted to give you big props on everything you do. That Lord of the Rings match yesterday was the absolute best match that I've ever seen. Wow. Christian, thank you for the retweet on it. My real name is Rob. I can't figure out how to change my name on here. Go Huskers. <laughs> uh, you know, you should talk to Lucas Shawshank. Where's Lucas been? I haven't seen Lucas in a while. Um, you should hey, talk bro. to him. He knows.
2: How's Nebraska?
0: That's right. Talk why T D putting a shrub on. Big man of your work. Big man of your work or big fan of your work? Either one. <laughs> Matt Chapman, Army Hammer was gonna be Batman in George Miller's Justice League Mortal. I was not excited about it at the time, but after seeing a Fury Road and hearing Adam Brody's breakdown of the Flash Arc, I really wish you would have gotten that movie. Yeah. Um I, I've always wondered, you know, what, what these great when these great filmmakers are attached, like how it would have come out. Andrew G, hey Rarink. Finally watched my first Schmodown, a Star Wars one from a couple back. I was not really into it at all, but I'm turning around on it. I might have missed an announcement, but is there another Star Wars one coming up? Yeah, it comes up. This, I mean, I just talked about it, so you probably have the answer to it. Um, I don't know which one you you watched. uh, I'm not sure which Star Wars match you watched. You should definitely watch Sam Whitwer versus Ken Knapsack at the Schmodown Spectacular. Um, Check it out. But why is Star
2: Wars? What I, I mean, you're probably it, a Star Wars fan. Yeah, but I think maybe starting with that one because doesn't that get pretty deep? Like, it I mean, that's de- some it deep gets cut. De- if
0: you're a massive Star Wars fan, it'll work. But I would tell you, if you're gonna watch your first Star Wars match, you should watch Sam Witwer versus uh, Ken Knapsack. That's like one of the greatest matches of all time. Um, but there's other. I'm I'm actually today I'm gonna work on a playlist and put it on this channel as uh, and I and I asked the fans to tell me I'm gonna put the greatest. Schmodown matches uh, and moments of all time in a certain playlist. So for new fans and new people that want to come in and check it out.
2: I like what you did for me before my first match. You gave me three different scenarios of yeah. like, here's what not to do. Here's what kind of in the middle. And yeah. then like this is this is where you could be someday if you actually or If did. you actually studied. <laughs> yeah, I still think that too.
0: Um, Hotel Nerd put in this robot, Marshall Weeks. I love Batman versus Superman the batman i wanted to see for a long time it's unfortunate that affleck left uh, Tim sim
1: donated 20 dollars i wonder what the digital wheel will be booed every time it spins as tradition <laughs> just like the traditional booing of commissioner roger goodell at the nfl draft
0: maybe uh, i don't know though because i think tim i think this time people will understand that this is what we needed to do it's either that or have like i just it puts too much pressure on ellis it's like all right, so for your first spin, you chose number three, and when you chose number three the first time, it was DC movies. What do you choose now? I choose three again. Okay, well, this time it's Marvel. Yeah. And, and, eh. It's like, then it's like, okay, you know.
2: How many fingers am I holding behind my back?
0: Right, and it's <laughs> like, he, you know, he, he's Mark's about as honest as you get, and but there's going to be that problem of, mm-hmm. oh, wait a minute. You're telling me that coincidentally... DC movies came up for Mike in the second spin when he's down three points yeah right yeah right they gave him DC so get rid of all that and just put the wheel up there I'd rather someone say oh man that spin it landed on that because you know they wanted to be th-. I'd rather him say that because it is such but it is so by chance like the conversations that Ch- that Thad and I had about that about how it's just like yeah just Randomly, that's what happened. He was he was sweating. Oh yeah, in Houston. I was there. I, I was in right Houston. B- oh yeah, right. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I was right behind him for that. He was sweating. He was just and he just goes.
0: Yeah, when it hit. When it yeah, hit, it was just like come on. It hit opponent. Yeah, it hit Spinner's choice twice. twice, and he's just like no, and I was like no, <laughs> but the way that Ben and Andrew played it was great. Um I love the fact that he you know, the, the fact that Ben spun on spinner's choice was yeah. amazing. I and and to I always give Andrew Guy credit for this because Andrew Guy was playing he was playing into it, you know. Um and Andrew goes uh, cuz I said you know what you can, if you want to spin again on a third time you can goes, you can not change the rules and let someone spin again <laughs> on a third time and I'm like I can't cuz I just wanted I was just like just spin away from it again <laughs> and on something else. Uh yeah, so it was just it was a disaster. Um anyway, So now we get to the BS report. Colin Farrell as Batman would have ended up being a turd on a pile of vomit. Oh, all right. Especially in the early 2000s, Farrell exclusively acted in garbage pieces. He's a fantastic actor. who didn't know how to pick a script to save his life. He's gotten better now. I mean, I blame that as an agents more than anything else. Marshall Weeks, I loved your interview with Trank. Great job, Christian. Going to watch Capone tonight. Good, enjoy it. I'm probably going to review that tonight, and, and I'm going to review Extraction as well. Hotel Nerd Rival put in. Two SchmoBots, Douglas Johnson put in one. Chad Wires, the great Chad Wires. Chad's got to get a good shout out here because Chad helps me out every year with the awards. He works. He he helps me with the polls that we send out to all the patrons to vote, and he's done it every year for like the last three years, and he's been very very helpful. He's a very uh, supportive fan and and patron, and uh, and Chad's a good dude. Movie theaters will be packed when they are reopened. Look at the pictures of all the people at the bars and restaurants. That have opened up in some states. You're
2: not wrong, dude. My buddy said he what he drove down like the college bar row in Tempe, loaded, loaded, loaded yeah. with
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know. But uh, I
2: remember when I thought I was immortal too. I mean, I, I when I was 21. Yeah. I mean, well, this
0: guy yesterday, this the 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 exterminator must couldn't have been older than 26. Yeah. Yeah. You're and like no. He's like ah, man, I don't need a mask. Dagan, Christian, your thoughts on WWE bringing back in your house as an X, NXT takeover pay per view on the on the network. Did you get a chance to watch Money in the Bank? Well, I haven't heard the news yet. I heard that Sasha Banks Sasha Banks. I heard that um Becky Lynch was pregnant. I heard that. My my um my daughter was uh was happy for her and also upset that she lost the championship. <laughs> so also did well, I did not watch Money in the Bank yet. I, I was planning on doing a little of that last night. I didn't have a chance to. I'd probably do it tonight. Hotel Nerd Rival, Old Man Squirrel Harloff, and Tim Sim. All put in um put in Streamlabs there. And Knight 323. We have Ten teams next season, or will we be up to twelve? Well, at the moment it's still nine. There is an there is a potential to do ten, but um, but right now I think we're gonna stick to nine at the moment. Shook, peanut butter anus and Tim Simpo both put in schmobots. So um, <coughs> thank you for that, everybody. If you uh, keep it coming over here. I'm going back to super chats because there's some more super chats that have come in, and we have Larry Lease. Now you have a second one. Oh, thank you, Larry dragon r3 born i got called back to work this week already have a day off that's awesome that's Nice, douglas johnson i need ace to bring back his dragon ball z here we all do <laughs> othello will the draft order be in reverse or what the faction rankings are at the end of the year um <clears throat> it'll most likely be based off of rankings that makes it, sense yeah it'll most likely be rankings of whoever comes in last place will have the first round pick and so on and so off and then where Sam Levine, wherever he is going to go, he will not be picking in the first round. So Sam basically now, the way that this draft works, and by the way, this is going to be a question that's going to come up. So let's say that Sam Levine decides he doesn't want to co- manage next year. And he says, I just time commitment. I can't do it. Well, the usual suspects are going to stay at team and a faction there just needs to be a new manager that is found to manage them because it's not gonna be one of these things where like, oh well, you know, Sam's gone, so R and B doesn't get his pick. No, no. That team is gonna is going to serve as the usual suspects. And if it's a new man I'm only really using Sam as an example. He hasn't let me know whether he wants to or, or doesn't want to, but um but yeah, so that's how it's gonna work as far as the the overall picks. And I, I think this is the absolute best way to do um to do it. Oh, Justin Hamilton says, I heard there was a Saul sighting last night. Yeah, of course, on your show. <laughs> um dude, Saul was cutting fire as a promo on let me let me see if I can find this. This is Guideline Entertainment. What is that? Okay, this is this is what it's called. Oh, okay, okay. So I wanna see if I can find this actual thing with Saul because Saul Saul came on and cut a promo on Brandon Hannah and just ruined it it was he <laughs> it was Let's see if I can look at his hair. His hair She's... is incredible right now.
2: He looks like a... he definitely looks like a. Viking. He looks like a
0: Viking. Yeah, where is he? Hold on. Let's see if I can find this.
2: Well, What's up,
4: Saul? What's up? Hold on. Let Talk me, to me, let me... This drop, is drop your case. Drop your case for us. L- listen. All to me. right. So let
0: me get a little preference here, too. So everybody except Justin had picked Brandon Hannah to beat Saul in the first round. So this is this is a little bit of Saul. Uh, I don't. I don't have. I mean, oh, <laughs> you got cut off. cut right, off. Uh...
4: Because he was so afraid, Hold on. he was given to go to a chorus. L- listen Curtis. to me. Uh, I, don't, I don't
0: have. Are you cut off right? <laughs> he comes back in. Oh, sure, yeah. He comes back in right now.
3: He's. He,
4: he... You still there? Yeah we're, yeah, we're still here. Yeah, I did that on purpose. Listen. <laughs> is that your Mike listen. Kalinowski impression? This is a. I mean, let me tell you who you picked against me. You picked someone who, when was confronted with the challenge, when was given an opponent, was so frightened. They, they literally ended up off a team because they were so afraid to go to a table and compete with someone else. When they themselves, this isn't uh, the movie trivia pageant, is it? This is a movie trivia competition. And this is a guy who does not like competition. He's obviously proven that his, the level of competition that he needs to compete at, he cannot achieve. He has misfired at every opportunity. And when he was given another chance to compete against one of the league's hot young rookies the guy everyone loves talking about robert parker he literally he couldn't he he couldn't bear to think of it it was a nightmare he had to be protected because he was so afraid and that is why he's not on that team anymore i'm a competitor if you want to if if people ask me you guys have asked me am i afraid to play robert parker the way I live my life, the way I see myself in the schmodown, the level of competition I want to bring, I'm, to, I'm afraid that I might not play Robert Parker.
0: How great is that? <laughs> he's crushing. He's crushing. came in there throwing heat. Now, Brandon Hanna, though, is going to fire back. Yeah. Brandon Hanna is going to fire back. And Brandon Hanna now, that I'm sure that Brandon Hanna has been made aware of it now, or at least he's going to. But that's, because uh, Saul and Brandon Hanna, I think is going to be some of the biggest crap talking that you, that you are going to see. Because when I saw that last night with Saul, um, I was like, he's, and I said it in the thing. Was, he's bringing heat. Yeah, he's bringing heat, and he's coming out. He, if he, and I said, I also said in the comments, I said, Saul, please be good. <laughs> there's only a few people that can talk like that. Yeah, there's only so many people that like can smack talk. If he's a good player, we've got a we've got an Andrew guy on our Shawn hands. Sean
1: and Sully donated twenty dollars. Hey, Christian, have some money for no other reason than oh. it's payday. Thank I you. missed most of the draft announcement, but it seems like a good solution from what I heard. Btw, I heard there was going to be a big upset in People's Star Wars brackets this year.
0: Maybe so. We'll see, Sean. Mm-hmm. You think you're going to take out uh, Laura Kelly? That's a big match. It's a big match from Sean. Um, Saul was on uh, the Let's Get Ready podcast, and I and I had and here's here's the actual link for that show from last night's show. Yeah, I'm putting it in the in the chat room right now. Go and support that show, guys. I'm telling you, especially if you're SmoDown fans. Uh, these guys are these guys. Uh, they, they, for they really, really dive deep and they, they they break it down. They break it down. It's it's a, it's a good show. And and I got to give Shug a lot of props because Suge said it himself. You know, he just started getting into the Schmodown last year. You would never know. Yeah, he know his history. He knows the history of it. He knows like my fa- my. Th- he knows the history better than some of the people that are on the desk for the actual <laughs> shmona. Like and so, uh, it, really, really good. Um, go and listen to it. It was. It's on there. And and Ferris Muthan has to get. I, I like I like how Ferris he, he Ferris by the way is how you pronounce his name. Uh, I like how he he like. There's like a good camaraderie between the three of them. Yeah, they all they they, they kind of go after each other a little bit, but they're on the same they're on the same page. They're respectful to one another, and they're it's like a good it's it's a good they analyze the the show very well. i listen be listening to that. I listen to backstage, of course. Rundown is my rundown's my number one. Rundown is the one that I listen to every every Saturday morning. I listen to the rundown. And oh, did you hear Booker T last night? Booker T was on uh, was talking about um. Brett Gilmore asked him on ESPN about Jericho. Did you hear it? No, right?
2: I didn't. I, was, I think I was looking at that on just a second. Here, yeah, listen then to this. Start. This
4: is Booker T's thoughts. You're the first wrestling guy who crossed over in the movie Trivia Schmodown, and one of your old compatriots from WCW and WWE, Chris Jericho, has officially entered the realm of the movie Trivia Schmodown. He's, he's on a team, he's going to compete. What do you think about Jericho joining the Schmodown? I think we need to have his first match, like you said, at the World Gym Arena. Yeah, man.
3: No, I, I like I like it, man. Jericho, he's a jack of all trades, man. He definitely uh, put himself out there to succeed, to win. Um, so to be a part of Smodown for him, I'm sure it's no more than a another one of his marketing schemes. <laughs> you know what I mean? That he's doing he's not, he's not doing it just. Uh, just to have fun he's definitely gonna make make some business out of it at the same time and he's gonna uh, do something not just for himself at the same time so I appreciate that um, coming from Jericho good friend man good friend and you know Jericho's got anything to do with it man uh, it's got a chance to succeed so definitely uh, I can't wait to see him uh, compete
4: You, you think you think he's got the skills you think he's got the trivia skills to get it done
3: I don't know, man. Like I say, those guys are, you know, they're professionals at what they do, Um, you know, sitting around the house and having that information in your head. It's its just not something everybody, you know, got the, uh, you know, the ability to be able to, you know, uh, to pull off. You know, I know I don't, you know, but uh yeah. Jer- Jericho is one of those guys, man, the worries. He's, he's a very, very knowledgeable dude. He really is a smart guy. And if anybody could pull something off like that, and do it and do it well, um, it would be Chris Jericho.
0: Yeah. So I mean, having Book talking about it, I mean, is yeah. uh books always, book's been talking about the snowdown for like three years, you know, but like to have that's a that's a big story. It's a big story there. So Oh, and to have that match in, in the gym too, that would be Yeah, ideal. It would be maybe. big. You imagine and it go to you go it would be coming from you'd sell a long way. You would sell that place out. Yeah, super quick. If it was, I, I I mean, right now, people are asking. I mean, I've had so many competitors. <coughs> Give me that. You, got, you got that yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. So um, Jer- uh, a lot of people have been asking me about, um, thank you. Yeah, a lot of people have been asking me about, uh, competitors have been reaching out to me. Can I play Jericho? Can I play Kevin Smith? Can yeah. I play? And it's like, take, take it easy, everybody. <laughs> take it easy. Um, There's some good, there's some marquee matches, but it's also a matter of, I have to have a conversation with Jericho, and I gotta, I gotta ask him. Like, I gotta see. I mean, he, I, Rox. I don't know if I trust anybody more than I trust Roxy Stryer. She's a, a, about as loyal and about as um, she, she cares so much about this league. Yeah, and she cares so much about in, in general, just trying to do the right things for her faction. And she tells me that Jericho wants to play, and that he's excited to play, and he's, and he was, he was, he was really blown back by the reception from the Schmodown audience. Um, about how welcoming they were, and how excited they were that he was coming. He was very ex- he was very e- excited about that. From what she told me, so she says he wants to play, and if he does want to play, then you know it probably probably play you or somebody in his first <laughs> match. I'm not even kidding. It'd probably be somebody like that would be like let Let's see how how you can hang against it. Like he should be able to beat you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should. But if you win, then we know it's a one. It's an entertaining match, and that's it. Yeah. Now, especially the other, if I got this hair. Right. The other side of it is when you have it. So James Tony was a very famous boxer. And, he, and, he, and when he fought in the UFC, it was a massive thing, but they knew they weren't getting more than one fight out of the guy. So they put him up against Randy Couture. And the second, you're like Randy's going to kill this guy. Yeah. But the amount of press that it's yeah. going to get. And if it's a one-off and that's it, then do you put him against a Andrew guy or a John Roca or a Mike Kalinowski? People are going to come out and see that.
2: There's an intimidation factor with him, though, that yes. is beyond movie trivia. That's Just true. to be on like on stage with someone like him or like Kevin Smith, like that, right? That you'd, that you'd be shaking in your boots. You wouldn't have been thinking about it. no, you like wouldn't
0: that. even be thinking about it. But that's so I so I don't, don't know. do that to me. Uh, I, don't, I don't I don't know yet. I, mean, I I still I still don't know. I don't know what what's happening with uh, live events, and I don't I, I don't know. We have to we have to see. No, I know Von Beck. Tony was fat and old. There's no there's no there's no doubt about that. But it was his name. That got him. That that what everybody was was checking out, you know. So, so I don't know. I mean, same him like CM Punk when he fought in MMA, and I mean even Brock Lesnar, who you know they they had him at first. Like the, the, that's kind of the point. Is that Brock? Is he going to be a Brock Lesnar or is he going to be a James Tony? That that you know from because Brock Lesnar was more than just that one time freak appearance. He went up winning the, the championship um, in the UFC. So is that Jericho? I mean, you don't think that I want Jericho? I want Jericho to be better than oh. Dan Merle. I want Jericho to be the best trivia player we've ever had. Right. <laughs> I want Jericho to come in there and just like know everything. I want I mean that's 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 what I if it's like, oh wait a minute. Jericho wants to play Jericho just called Rachel Cushing at a retirement, wants to play her in intercourse. Yeah, him. that's what I want. I want I mean I, I want Jericho to be the best damn movie trivia Schmidon player that we've ever had. And you know, if his if, if his dedication to his to his wrestling career and his music is anything to then he probably could be that. Because you 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 can't help but admire what the man has done in his career he is a he is a an over i mean look at his podcast podcast is is very successful he's 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 a he's a hardcore worker man so you know we'll see we'll see how that goes down i'm excited about it nonetheless i'm oh, very God. excited about it yeah yeah it's gonna be good uh let's see i'm gonna go back to the streamlabs.com slash the schmodown down uh Coy cameron who says do we know what the winning faction receives at the end of the season the new draft may play into that with the winning manager getting an extra signing in the off season it would be great incentive to think about well yes we we have ideas of what they're going to get um and it's going to be pretty significant but it's just stuff that we have to deal with now that it's there's there's more stuff involved there's there's kind of legal stuff involved with it too when you're when you're giving away prizes of that nature so yeah, Sean Sully put in a showdown. And Zach, hey, Christian, do you have a favorite performer working right now in AEW? Matt Hardy, Jake the Snake, and Cody Rhodes are my top three. To be honest with you, Zach, I got I, I to I gotta catch up on AEW. I hear nothing but great things. I, I didn't get into it the way that I wanted to get into it, not, not for the fact that it's not good. Um, it just I haven't had the opportunity to sit down, watch it, Invest in it, um, and I haven't done the same thing with WWE either in a long time too. Between, I've really the majority of stuff that I do right now is trying to figure out how to continue on Schmodown and make Schmodown the next big thing. Um, I think we're on the way. I think we got some some good buzz on it right now. I think that these tournaments are going to be stacked, and I would love to. Dive in and t- and try to check out um, some more AEW stuff. Because did
2: he say Jake the Snake is that? A, or, yeah, Jake, or, no, yeah, no, he,
0: he's a manager. Oh, okay, I was gonna. He, say no, he's like, not wrestling. <laughs> what? But the, but did y- I just go back? No, to but mean? we were wrong, or at least I was wrong.
2: His daughter Appa- wrestlers, right? Or I don't know.
0: I'm not sure, but Tyson apparently is looking to make a comeback. Oh, okay. Which I saw a couple, and I don't know, and I think that you know, Rogan was talking about it, and and then um, they were talking. Max Kellerman was talking about it, and I. I don't like to agree with Max Kellerman, but I but I I do oh, hearing what he said. He's just like will he be able to compete? Not at the level not at the high level. Yeah. Not at the, like the, the 21, 22 year old big heavyweights out there. Even as fast as he is and as powerful as he he's still fifty three years old. Um, I I don't wanna see him compete. I don't want him I don't want him to I, and Holyfield's coming back? That was Oh yeah, true we were talking also. about that the other day. Yeah, yeah. but that's it's like Dude, these guys are. I mean, if you're gonna do like a like a maybe like an older league, you know, I don't want to devalue them and say senior league because they're they're still. I mean, yeah. they're the, 53 years old. He's in better shape than I'll ever be in it at, at, at if I, when I was 20. Um, so. You know, I I don't know. I don't I don't I just don't want to see these guys because they have because the, the glory and you know the. Trying to get back in there. Some of the comments he, he made though about why he's like the gods of war were calling him back to wow. battle. It's like that kind of shit is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's that's awesome. The uh, gods of war calling him back. Publicity gold. Hundred yeah, percent, right, it is.
2: I was thinking of Ric Flair's. Dar- I saw. I Charlotte happened to Flair. watch a, a yeah. match. Like, oh yeah, uh, with, you? with uh, the kids one time and we kind of watched yeah. a little bit of it and yeah, they they had fun with it. Yeah, you Charlotte
0: know? Flair is. She, she's she's pretty good. Yeah, but, um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Seth Ott says, I think Kevin Smith and Jericho have similar knowledge levels. I know that sounds off, but they did about eight hours of podcasting, talking movie, and Jericho had some trivia pulls. Ah. Yeah, by the way, if you guys are watching any of uh, their shows, you know, Jericho or, uh, or Kevin Smith, make sure you ask them questions about they're about joining the league, um, guys. Come on! There's uh, there's 845 people at the moment in here. Let's let's get this thing to 500, all right? Come on, 500 likes. You can do it. You can do it. Let the English see you, you do it. Do it. Yeah, let let the English see you do it. So it's so funny. So Jake the Snake is really over. Rod, Roddy Piper's daughter also wrestles. I didn't That's, realize I didn't realize that she was wrestling. I thought yeah, she's an actress. She was, I mean at least she yeah. was, and, and I know his 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 son was a MMA fighter. Um, so I'm going to check out let's see if there's any if, if nothing else you guys want to say if you want to interrupt the show go ahead and do it if not maybe call it a little early today and that's fine call it a little early I'm, I'm alright with doing that today if that's the case let's go on over to Suge Knight once again who says thank you for the kind words about the podcast Justin Ferris and I just love talking Schmodown and we appreciate the kind words we hope that people check out our content we have some big names coming on also check out our Demolanta interview I'm curious dimelanta has got a um Dimolanta has a uh, has a, a a little bit. His first match is gonna be tough. His first match against Scrimshaw is gonna be tough. Now, he's got a lot to prove. He's got a lot to prove. I like Andrew Dimolanta a lot. I think he's a really him and his wife Nikki are are great Schmodown uh, ambassadors. He's one. He's somebody who he made it. He made it by his auditions when he was a patron, When we did the Patreon auditions, I auditioned him and thought you know he. The knowledge, and he's had some tough breaks. So it's not like he hasn't got blown out in his two losses, but nonetheless, he's zero and two. So this is this first match. This first match is do or die for him. See, it's beneficial if you're one and two or one and three in the Star Wars division. You still have an opportunity to compete. Zero and three, you're in trouble, and he knows that. He knows that. So he's gonna have. To, he's gonna have to do. A, he's gonna really have to fight here, because the way that this works for Andrew Dimolanto, that's the first match, and that happens on uh, the twentieth between the jester and ace but this is so scrimshaw and dimilanta will go head to head if dimilanta can take out scrimshaw molly damon or adam witt i can see it going either way but i got to give the slight edge to molly damon so andrew Dimolanta will at least get one half of the family that he really wants to battle in molly damon so he'll be able to face a damon and if he's able to beat Molly Damon, if they indeed play, then he'll get himself to 2-2, two and two and he'll be at 500. Now, on the other side here, now this is Laura Kelly versus Sean Sullivan. I like Sean a lot, and I think Sean's a hard, uh, he's another guy, he's another guy who really puts in the work. He cares, he's been approached, he approached me many times about how he's wanted to compete, and he proved his worth, and he proved his knowledge when he took on Adam. I think Laura Kelly is the second best Star Wars player in the entire league. Wow. I think underneath um, Alex, she is, the, she is the second best. I think Laura Kelly gets the edge here over Sean. I just don't see the fire in Ken anymore. I don't see the fire in him. Um, I think that his overall knowledge is the same as like an Ethan Irwin when it comes to Star Wars. I see him beating either Andres or Josh, but I see Laura beating Ken. So I see a rematch between Laura and Andrew DeMolanta in the finals. I know Andrew would want that because that was, that was a tough match that went down to the wire. Andrew almost won that match, but he missed his five. So I, if, if that's going to happen, if, that is if Andrew DeMolanta can beat Scrimshaw. But that is, not a, that is not an easy thing. I think Scrimshaw could have the edge out here. But Andrew's working pretty hard, so I don't know. We'll see. Who do you guys think? Uh, who's, who do you guys feel is the lead Person right now, about um, right now who is who is the best Star Wars competitor that is not named Alex Damon? <laughs> who do you guys think? I mean, it would have been great to have witwer in this thing, but he's he. You talk about a guy he's retired. He's retired. Uh-huh. He is retired. Uh, all right, let me go back on over. I'm going to see what they say here first. If everybody sees, they say Kelly Scrimshaw, Ken. Yeah, it's all over the place. Sean Sullivan, Nabsock I, look, if Ken was studying,
2: that's the thing. I was when you said that. I was like, d- "Is Ken going to go in there studying, or is he nah. just going to go in there with his knowledge?" Of-
0: Ken's not going to study. Yeah, Ken's not going to study. I would say Ken, Ken, uh, Ken will Ken will win this first match based off his knowledge. But he uh, he winds up. He, Ken's really there's there's and I won't say because I want to expose his weakness. But there's there's a weakness that Ken has that he's proven in every Star Wars match that he's had that he's just not good at. And if he get and that happens, he's it's going to be a it's going to be a problem. Uh, all right, so one more double-check here before we uh, move on. Peanut butter anus? What happened? What, what? happened? I don't know why they didn't come through. Maybe it, maybe it's about to. Well, I'll read it anyway. So with Tyson and Holyfield talking to come Peanut com- butter oh, stone
1: $20. With both Tyson and Holyfield both talking to come back, I can only think about that fart box grudge match with De Niro and Stallone.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does seem like that. Like, if they fight each other. It's it's it reminds me though of like you know, Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell. It's like in the in the in their hotel
1: per- nerd donated twenty dollars. Breaking news: WWE planning on having fans at SummerSlam despite pandemic. Mm. This is stupid.
2: Yeah. When is SummerSlam?
0: August. It'll, it has been August. so I don't know. I mean, that's. Yeah, I don't know. Storm Shadow rocks after Napsok's promo. I think he's coming ready to play. He might. I mean, it's there's there's no one that. I mean, he's he's one of the best promo guys in the biz. Uh, Ken Napsock versus Jericho would be uh, awesome too. Oh. Hotel nerd who says yeah, SummerSlam. I don't know, man. Having them at SummerSlam, uh, I don't know how great of a move that is. But they they've been. Remember, they, they didn't they didn't cancel WrestleMania. Yeah, until right. like the last straw. So. Uh, Zach Mole. Speaking of UFC, do you prefer Khabib or McGregor? Any thoughts on the rematch? It's funny. I prefer McGregor as a marketing guy, and, as far- and look, and what he did. I was, I was wrong about him, because in his last fight, Brad Gilmore asked me. he's like, "Who do you think is going to win?" I said, "I think, uh, I think Cerrone's got it, man," because I just think that I think that uh, McGregor is. He's just he's he's more about the show and the marketing and and not both. And I was wrong. Cause he, he's he's he absolutely still's got the fighting spirit now the question is can he do it against Khabib Khabib is like one of the best fighters out there uh I who I, I think Khabib will win again but I think who do I prefer if I was a promoter I prefer McGregor all day long because it's like it's it goes you know referencing it to like showdown and I, and I think Guy and Bateman were talking about this I think it was Sturger on their show it's like who do I prefer do I prefer the big personality who's pretty good at trivia or the person who's not the big personality, but just knocks down trivia questions left and right. Well, the person who knocks down trivia questions left and right is a good challenge for the person who's the talker and yeah. everything too. You because like, look, perfect example was like back in the day. Dan Merle has come into his own now as both. Dan Merle can cut a promo. Dan Merle can do scenes. Dan ben
1: Reiner donated twenty dollars. Hey guys, thanks for everything. These turnies sound amazing. And Kristen, that Lord of the Rings match was incredible. I would love Kevin Smith versus Smets would be awesome. Also, congrats to Smets. Oh, that's
0: right. That's right. So, so thank, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, Congratulations to the Shmodown Inner Geekdom champion, uh, Kevin Smets, the Smasher. He announced, this is not, this is, it's public knowledge. Yeah. So he announced on his Instagram that he and his lovely girlfriend are expecting a baby girl. Um, so congratulations to the Smasher. Really excited about that. Um, but to go back to that, that question, it's like Dan Merle, he had hit promos and he, you know, he hit scenes and everything too, but when he was in the league, he wasn't about that. He was about answering a question, showing up being a, like, just oh shit. No one can, no one can beat this guy. And then you get Roca, who knew, knowledge pretty damn well, but it was his flashiness. It was his smack talk. It was all of that. And that's what made that match so epic. It's the smack talking heel character against this machine. Um, so there's a place for for both sides of it. I always disagreed with with Rachel Cushing when she didn't think she was good at the scenes and the story and the promos. Like she said, she always leaned on other people. Like she she was a lot better than she thought, especially when she was pushed. And she like she they, there's, there's those moments where she would talk in the um about Mike. She's like, if he wants to lose to me a third time, then. <laughs> Fine by me, right? She 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 was when Rachel was pushed. Rachel was Rachel was as good as anybody else. Rachel just for some reason just would would beat herself up about things and think she wasn't good at it because yeah. maybe she wasn't comfortable. But she was very good at it. She was very good at it. The whole angle that we did with Ken behind the scenes and the the scenes that we would do. We did a scene with her and in Draco where she's basically telling Snyder to stay in check. She was great in. She's she was Rachel was awesome in the scenes and she was great on the mic and it was one thing that i pushed back and tell her that she was flat out wrong that she wasn't good at yeah i'm not gonna tell her she wasn't comfortable because that's for her to decide but i get to decide if you were terrible or not because (laughs) i wouldn't use you again and i wouldn't say okay that wait a minute that's not you're not telling my story because there are other people i've tried to get the cut promos and that i've tried they just don't have it or they're working on it. And there's other people who have tried to, you know, really do the smack talk. It's like, no, maybe we rely on that person. Let your manager do it. I just never had that problem with Rachel. In the beginning when she started with Ken, yeah, but then, but no. So, um, so I disagree. I disagree heavily with Rachel on, on that. Um, anyway, I think that's it. Let me, let me just con-, con-, ch- con check. Marshall Weeks, Liddell versus Ortiz three made me so sad. I'm a huge Liddell fan. It was heartbreaking. It was a disgusting fight. It was a disgusting fight that it should never have happened. It was awful. Sh- uh, Storm Shadow Rocks, thank you for yours. Um, let's see. Marshall Weeks, did WBDC say officially that the Batman is not in the DCEU? Or are they waiting to see how successful it is before saying? I think that they said it isn't because it takes place in the 90s. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they what they officially said or not about it, but I guess maybe we'll find out later on after all this shit is uh, finito. Super Chats, uh, okay, Those that's bitches. it. All right, listen, short hey. show today, but hey, it is it is what it is. It's the show, it's the show. Uh, I'm going to make a phone call to RB3 in just a little bit. Happy birthday to George Lucas. Yes, absolutely. Guys, please go on in. Uh, I'm going to call RB3 to try to get the Zoom going. so we Zoom can, it up. Yeah, but go on into the uh, Schmo, Schmodown Facebook page, if you will, and, um, and let them know about this draft and what you think. And uh, yeah, so uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Tomorrow we will be back and talk about that Mandalorian. You know, episode three of that doc that's going on. Profiles, I think it's called. Uh, thank you to Brett Sheridan. Thank you to you guys. Thank you to all you peeps. Uh, really appreciate it. Hashtag Schmodown, Get more people talking. We'll see you once again. Remember next week, it's the big one. Oh, May twentieth. Josh Grobeito, Andres Cabrera. It starts the entire tournament live on Twitch. Don't forget it. Please check out my interview that I had with uh, where is it? I can't find it. I don't know where it is. Yeah. Josh Trank. Josh Trank. Myself and Josh Trank. Please check it out. We'll see you. Uh, see you on the flip side.